leftovers. Or the DMV. Or house cleaning. Or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Once Upon a Sunday Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Josh, with Davey for your midday lunchtime week seven preview. Shenanigans. Week seven lunchtime shenanigans. The bi week apocalypse or the bipocalypse has arrived. Oh boy. Oh boy. Um, is there a preseason game on tonight? Because it sure does fucking feel like it. Yes, sir. Thursday night football. The Browns at the Broncos. Oh, wait. Is it Broncos at the Browns? Yeah. Three and three, three and three. Baker Mayfield officially out after injuring that shoulder again. Case Keenum is set to lead the Browns here. Is this what you're talking about preseason game? We got Case Keenum. Uh, Case Keenum. We got <clears throat> maybe no Odell, no Nick Chubb, no Kareem Hunt, no Jarvis Landry. <laughs> um, who is playing? <laughs> yeah, this, this Browns offense. Uh, I want absolutely no part of this Browns offense for fantasy purposes, probably for real life purposes too. Uh, I told Josh when he asked for the start sits this week, sit all Browns players. I wasn't really joking. Uh, I would imagine they're going to try to lean on a safe run heavy game plan, even without studs, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. But that just means the Ernest Johnson and Demetric Felton are going to get their chance to go up against this elite Broncos defense. <sighs> this uh, Broncos run D is really good, allowing only 86 rush yards on average per game. A big no thank you for those guys. Uh, as for the Broncos, we like Teddy this week as a little streamer. By week fill-in option, uh, Cleveland allows the third most fantasy points to opposing Q quarterbacks. Cortland Sutton should remain a good option again this week. Nice wide receiver two play here. Browns allow the fifth most points to wide receivers. Noah Fant coming off his best game of the year. Um, I have I didn't go back and look. It might have been the best game of his career. I'm not sure. But if you have him, you're probably starting him, even though he's dealing with that foot injury. Uh, Tim Patrick, you know, just kind of that emergency flex play, hoping for the touchdown. I do like Denver's running backs in this spot, though, just because I do expect the Browns are going to do absolutely nothing on offense because their whole offense sucks right now. Um, and Denver's defense is so good that I think there's a chance Denver gets up early here and we see, hopefully get to see some Javonta Williams after the half. A little time clock management crusher there, uh, Javonta Williams, who who leads the league in missed tackles, uh, by the way. That's pretty dope. Yep. Um I remember saying this when he was coming out. Um, he's super like a like a little cockroach. Like he gets in between cracks. He can break tackles. He no one's taking him down on the first attempt. Love Javante Williams. Uh, I hate Thursday night games. I don't know how they're going to manage him. Don't forget the Broncos haven't played well at all. Um, so this game might be a freaking ten to three score. You never know with Thursday night and yeah. nobody's playing. Even Teddy was questionable coming into it, even though he's going to play. So in. 
it's just gonna be terrible football, and I hate Thursday night footballs. I hate them. It's a fade. It's a fade of the week. The Thursday night game. It's definitely uh, when you play underdog tonight. Your pickums take the <laughs> under on almost everything, unless it's <laughs> unless the line moves so low. It's like it's Cortland Sutton, twenty-five passing yards. Like okay, I mean I don't know any uh, any anything yet, but it's gonna be an ugly game. And don't expect any overs. Don't expect any kind of yardage unless Case Keenum nope. comes out and plays like two thousand eighteen Case Keenum with the Vikings or whenever the year that was. That'd be dope. What do you think? Uh, Melvin Gordon, 45 and a half rush yards over or under 45. I'm going to go smelly Melly. I'm going to go under. Yeah. With Javante 67. That's a lot. Under. I'm going under for sure. Like yeah. that's a lock. I don't think he reaches 70 yards unless he breaks one, which he won't. Case Keenum. Um, they have him set for 219 pass yards. I could see oh, the over on inter- that. Interceptions is only at 0.5. You could smash the over on oh, that. Oh, smash the over on that. That's an easy <laughs> auto. That's an auto like yeah, cash right there. So there. take so I take take Devontae Williams under 67 and a half rushing yards and take the over on Case Keenum interceptions, and then you're gonna make some money. Not a lot of money, but you'll make some money. It'd be in the positive. Um, hey man, I just locked it in. Oh, nice. I'm gonna Where do that it? after the show. Um, let's move on to the next game, Davey. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Sunday, one o'clock games. We got the Panthers three and three at the Giants one and five. Two teams here without their biggest fantasy studs. What a bummer! Chuba has done his part, filling in for CMC, averaging almost sixteen points a game. He gets another nice matchup here against the Giants, D, allowing the seventh most fantasy points to opposing running backs. They gave up twenty-five points last week to Daryl Henderson. They gave up twenty-five points the week before that to Zeke. It's a big green light for Chuba this week. Darnold. Really cooled down lately uh, the last two weeks. No rushing touchdowns. What's going on? This guy was leading the league. Now he's back <laughs> down to earth. <laughs> yeah, we talked about it last night on the DFS show. Yeah. Where Sam Donald had two top five finishes, but those were the two weeks he scored two touchdowns. And the other weeks, he, like, he was good, like 18, 17 points. But this is the reality of Sam Darnold. Without CMC in that offense, don't expect much. I mean, Chuba is running a little bit more routes, and we see that. So, Chuba, But Chuba's not. CMC and we don't expect him to be CMC. DJ Moore is where I'm really concerned. It's like, where did he go? (laughs) Oh man, I'm hoping he bounces back this game. DJ Moore, I'm I'm hoping he recovers nicely, posts some good numbers. He's had a few mediocre weeks here after starting off the season super hot. Uh, The Giants secondary, I know it it, on paper it looks good. It that's just on paper. In real life, they suck. Uh, It's going to be a really difficult week for the Giants this week, though. Carolina's defense, man, we've been talking about them all year. They've been going bonkers. They look great, allowing the second fewest passing yards per game, allowing the least amount of fantasy points to opposing running backs this year. Mm-hmm. The only player I'm truly trusting on the Giants this week is going to be Sterling Shepard. Uh, I expect them to be continue being a target hog. Daniel Jones loves them. No one else on the team can catch. Darius Slayton still questionable. Darius Tony is going to be out again. So Sterling Shepard should get plenty of targets. He's pretty much the only one I'm trusting on the Giants this week to have a good game. Uh, the running back landscape this week does suck, so I guess you still pencil Devonta Booker in as like low end running back two. Ooh, I, it's just we, not fun. No, it's not fun no. to go against this Denver the defense Panthers, with a yeah. running back. I don't know the pa- yeah. Yeah, the Panthers running back. Yeah, yeah, it's rough. It's like yeah. starting up running back against the Bucks defense. You're, you're just like, I just don't want to do it. It seems like so the Bucks defense and the Panthers defense are both having the same problem where. Was Damian Williams going to start for the Bears? Even if he does, you don't feel comfortable. Same thing in this situation. Like, is Saquon going to play? Oh, no, do you want to play? No, him? no, no. He's definitely not playing. Um, yeah. 
yeah, zero shot. I don't know why they're even playing this game right now with that <laughs> questionable tag. They're just pissing people off that can't put them like as out yet. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, Danny Dimes, I'm worried about him this week too. <sighs> Panthers, man. It's it's understandable if you don't have a better option than Danny Dimes, especially in this Bipocalypse week. But I'm just saying this is one of those weeks where he could get you 30 or he could get you three points. Like, yeah, why are we go- why are we going to any dimes in the league we own together or the league we commission? Yeah, together? why why are we, we doing this? We because <laughs> we're we're all or nothing, baby. We're all <laughs> or nothing. I don't understand well, the strategy. I drafted I, it. I let you do waivers, and I'm like, I don't know yeah. what we're doing, but we're doing when it. We dropped the Jameis Winston a couple weeks ago and picked up Danny Dimes. It was a Danny Dimes. It was before the concussion week, and it was I didn't notice. I didn't notice that Josh Allen's bye week was so damn soon and that we were going to have to play Daniel Jones against the Panthers. Like that was a big no, no. Um, yeah. I would have probably preferred Jameis this week. Maybe. I just got news that Tony Galladay and Barkley are absent again on Thursday's practice yeah. report. Galladay. I don't know, man. Like, is this going to be the most, the biggest failure of the off season if, of the uh, entire NFL? You, you sign him. He's a big time player and he's not going to produce. Like it's, he's just not. Yeah, um, it's not it's not been good last year i was all over the don't go after the wide receivers that change teams because it never really works out and then i was proven wrong by every single receiver that changed teams yeah so this Stephon, year i'm like oh Stephon Diggs. He, yeah so that was my big thing about Stephon Diggs, and, and that's why i faded him last year i look stupid me so this year i'm like oh pff, kenny galladay is gonna be just fine well it turns mm-hmm. out that a trend is backward receivers that change teams mid-career do not really pan out all right, let's uh let's move on to the next one. We got the Jets one and four at the Patriots two and four. The Jets offense ugh looked anemic this year. They just faced New England in week two, so only a few weeks ago they faced the same team. So they only managed six total points in that game. I'm okay with Corey Davis as like a boom bust wide receiver three. There's no telling whether he's going to get you two points or 25 points. Michael Carter, low-end running back, too, just because of all the buys and injuries. We've seen him start to separate himself from Ty Johnson a little bit, uh, especially around the goal line. But again, this offense is just so bad, he's going to have to get you that touchdown to have a decent week, or you're going to be disappointed. And if you want to say anything about the Jets, nothing really to say, huh? Um, nothing to say about the Jets whatsoever. Are you holding Crowder for now? I mean, in dynasties, but not in redraft. I mean, this yeah. is such a bad week, though, for buys as we are. We, I mean, yeah. it's... Everyone said enough about it, but some people might have to start James and Crowder. And it's just a fact. Yep. Um, uh, Patriots, even though he's been a bit banged up, Damian Harris should be good to go for this one. He's coming off of his first 100 plus yard game of the year. Um, he's been looking pretty good. Uh, the Jets allow the most points to opposing running backs, so he could be lo- looking really good this week. Uh, if and when they get up, we will probably see Ramondre Stevenson, like we did last week, come in and uh, relieve Harris a little bit. I'm hoping we see Stevenson more in that pass game work, uh, James White kind of role in this offense. He hasn't gotten that until last week, whenever he he ran more routes uh, than before. Brandon Bolden, I think, only had one target. Uh, so hopefully they continue to like merge Stevenson over in this pass down back. That'd be great. Um, ugh, yeah, I... I I really want that to be a thing. I don't know. It probably won't be a thing, but we're, I'm just overanalyzing that he caught like three passes last week, and I'm just like, do it. But yeah, uh, Mac Jones, go ahead. I want John New Smith to be a thing, but that's never going to happen. Yeah, no. So see, that's you're talking about wasted, big wasted money. Like that's that's a that's a good one too. 
Mm -hmm. they just don't they just wh where has he been where, where is he who is he hunter, hunter henry's been the man um mac jones passing game doesn't really matter because you don't need to pass to beat the jets you kick two field goals and you beat the jets so it doesn't they no one's had to pass the ball on them new england doesn't have any wide receiver weapons anyways so uh Kobe myers <laughs> is a good floor and especially yeah. with this bipocalypse Jacoby Myers is going to be somebody's wide receiver too. In in he won't score you touchdowns, but he'll catch six balls for fifty yards and give you eleven points. And I like, maybe, maybe I like him in Fanduel this week. Jacoby Myers in Fanduel this week. Yeah, he's, he's really pretty he's cheap. like so cheap. I know we talked about him last night. I think he was like four hundred dollars cheaper than Waddle. That's I'm like, insane. no, Waddle has yeah. the touchdown upside. Where Myers will never score a touchdown in his I life. Just, yeah, after listening to the show last night, I just switched out uh, Waddle with with uh jacoby myers and then i upgraded from lamar jackson to patrick mahomes so now i got the patrick mahomes tyree kill yeah, yeah that's i like that it's an amazing stat um I like that this is just off the news gibson antonio gibson and ricky seals jones have returned to practice as of today Ooh, okay so that's just some little breaking news for you on this love Thursday my man ricky. Love, love ricky baby let's go on to the chiefs and yeah, speaking of the chiefs we we're just talking about them uh Chiefs and Titans, man, this matchup, it sounded so much better before this season actually started, right? The mighty Chiefs are three and three. Ooh, look at us. Uh, who would have thought? This week, Mahomes gets to feast on a Tennessee defense, allowing the fourth most fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks. Let's go, Mahomes. I had to work you in my FanDuel lineup. Let's make this work. You don't really need any type of analysis on the Chiefs. We say it every single time. We get to this part of the game previews, start the Holy Fantasy Trinity. Mahomes, Hill, and Kelsey, that's an instant start. Miko Hardman, though, we've seen him become a, a steady high floor option lately. He scored at least 11 points in PPR the past four weeks, uh, which makes for a decent flex in full PPR if you're needy in this bipocalypse kind of week. How are you feeling about Miko lately? You feel a little better about him? I, I feel good about him, but I'm still not good enough to start him. Even yeah. if with this bipocalypse, I'd rather pivot to a Jacoby Myers or someone with a higher floor. Okay. Unless I really like. You know, in, in your league where I really need to take a home run shot, that's where I would do it. But if I'm safe, you know, five and one or. But it's whatever. it's weird because we always thought Michael Hardman to be the home run shot kind of guy. And lately he's just been like a six yeah. for 50, six for 50 guy. Like, and yeah. he's just like, wait, what? And some somehow DeMar either Demarcus Robinson or Byron Pringle, like steal one touchdown every game from hardman you're like that was finally him like you go a, a deep shot and you're like finally and then you look and it's like oh there's there's demarcus robinson again damn it i've started uh demarcus robinson in a couple dynasties this week and i'm just like this is the worst this is the worst yeah. week of, of all fantasy football of history of the world yeah that's not good so <laughs> we, we're feeling a little better about Miko hardman lately you might need to keep an eye on him in full ppr leagues uh last but not least the ceh fill in daryl williams he found the end zone twice last week and should be in line for another good week here if you manage to snag him off the waiver wire. Daryl Williams, I love this guy. I'm playing him in, in my league. I'm playing him in FanDuel. I'm playing him everywhere. Daryl Williams, let's go. Daryl um, Williams, better football player than Clyde. I was waiting for you to say it, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's so true. It's not, it's not even close. The Titans, if you're going to start your man Ryan Tannehill in any given week, they're probably not gonna be a better week than right now against the Chiefs. This defense is allowing the second most points to opposing quarterbacks to play to beat the Chiefs. You gotta throw against the Chiefs. Uh, out of the last five games, four quarterbacks have dropped 28 or more fantasy points on the Chiefs. So out of the last five games, four quarterbacks have scored 28 or more. 
that's why I'm starting Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. But every time, <laughs> every time something works out and you think you know, oh yeah, it blows up in your face. I mean, jeez, yep. it happens every. Look at Heineke last week and McLaurin mm-hmm. against the Chiefs. Nothing happened. Nothing was working. But this is a little bit different team with Derrick Henry, where apparently he's the best player of all time. 780 yards already on the ground. Ten touchdowns already on the ground. He's going to crush every single record. I'm. Uh, this season he's going to break all the records all yeah. of them. um hopefully in your fantasy leagues he's either on your team or on someone's team who the rest of their team sucks yeah um i think the chiefs are the worst against the pa- against the rush by far according to pff and it's not even close so expect a lot of derrick henry runs up the middle they're oh, not yeah. going to be able to stop him i think that they're going to try check. to slow i'm going to check the over on uh henry, <laughs> on on henry. it's probably like dude last week 110 so- his over under was ninety nine point five on underdog, and I'm like, God, I I know it's going to be over, but I don't feel confident enough because all it takes is one injury or, you know, them to get down super super early. But yep. gosh, you always have to take the over on his rushing yards because it's always going to be over a hundred. He's the automatic. Yeah, he's not in the underdog yet. Yeah, you're right. He's definitely going to go over. Uh, I definitely feel like he's going to go over hundred again this week. Uh, it'd be weird if he didn't. But like you said, weird things have happened in smash spots like this. Um, AJ Brown came. Uh, played last game. It didn't see. He seemed like he was a ghost in the first half. Came out in the second half though, and had a nice recovery. We'd love to see him continue trending back in that direction of being the stud that we all know he is and can be. Let's go. Uh, big surprise, Julio. Looking like he's on the wrong side of questionable this week. Yeah, Julio Jones can't get right. That's why I avoided him in all leagues this year. Let's go on to the football team in the Green Bay Packers. Um, Antonio Gibson, we just told you, is returned to practice today regarding that shin injury i still don't feel good about antonio gibson because mm-hmm. it's the jd mckissick's show and we're just living and we're just watching it daily every week it seems like he's wow i'm sorry yep. sorry about that um i'm watching wwe crown jewel right now oh. and seth rollins just got thrown from the hell in a cell through a table onto the ground and i'm like jesus christ this guy's gonna die <laughs> yeah this it's gibson going in and out is, is kind of scary man kind of sucks. yes it's like he's in and he's out he's in and he's out and then you spent high draft capital so you have to start him and, and then you add up to the part where it's you know by apocalypse but i'm advising people he's on my sit list this week because he's gonna get you four points maybe eight points and that's not good enough from a running back one pivot to jd mckissick who's getting all the targets these days jd mckissick has been on fire um they're gonna have to throw because aaron Rodgers owns the nfl right now as he will tell you Mm-hmm, and um, mm-hmm. he's going to be on fire with Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams is totally unstoppable. Washington's secondary has been putrid, has been terrible. It's probably been one of the worst secondaries in the league. So expect big things from A-Rod and Adams. I want to ask you, we saw Lazard come around last week. Lazard King is back. Do you think this is a thing? No, nah, I'm good. <laughs> no, Pass. you're good? You're Pass. passing? You're yep. passing? Okay. One week it's Cobb, one week it's... Lazard, one week it's Tanyan, one week it's someone like I'm good. Who who do you trust more? You said the fantasy fantasy uh, triad or whatever you said the uh, the what the holy trinity it? yeah the, the holy trinity. trinity. Who do you trust more, Mahomes, Kelsey, and Tyreek, or Adams, Jones, and Rogers? Oh wow! Because Tyreek can have bad games. Kelsey doesn't yeah. have bad games. Mahomes uh, has average games. Yeah, I mean I'm still rolling with the Chiefs, but it that that's not that's a lot closer than I thought it would be. Yeah. Yeah, because sometimes Tyree comes out there like five points, but Adams is always a guarantee, like 17 points, it seems. It's freaking crazy. Um, 
Ricky Seals Jones, he's still a tight end you could plug into your system if you need it. Um, you know, Kyle Pitts is returning from bye week. Gasecki's still out there, so there's still a good uh, um, there's still a good amount of tight ends that aren't on bye. So we didn't get hit. Waller's still out there. So all the studs are out there. But if you need Ricky Seals Jones, he's perfect play. He's been getting targets early and often in this offense, and it's good to see. Uh, Terry yep. McLaurin. I th- oh, what I write about Terry McLaurin. Gosh, this was a good one too. Four out of six games. Four out of six, he's been wide receiver 44 or worse. Or worse. Terry McLaurin is one of the most inconsistent receivers in the league. <laughs> and he really is. And no one's bringing it up. Nobody. You think? But uh, So back to the question. Do you think when Ryan Fitzpatrick is healthy, he's going to get the start? Or do you think they stick with Heineke? I think they're going to trade for Tua. And I think <laughs> <laughs> as a person who wants to see Watson in Miami and Tua away from Miami, I want to see the switch, and I don't. And we heard yesterday was a huge saga. This, uh, the trade's happening. The trade's not happening. Now it's back on. It's just back and forth. Back where there's smoke, there's fire. There's something going on. Tua will not be a dolphin either by the trade deadline or by next year. You saw they took him off the uh, depth chart for like a couple hours, Tua, and they put him back on. Really, I did not see that. Yeah, Miami Dolphins. MiamiDolphins.com took him off the. Um... Took took Tua mm-hmm. off, but then Watson was never on it. But Tua was off of it like for a couple hours last, like yesterday. Wow. Speaking of the Dolphins, let's get into that game. Miami, Atlanta. I don't understand why Miami has to play after traveling all the way to London and they travel all the <laughs> way back home. <laughs> oh my God, bro. Sorry. I just looked. I just went to NFL.com and the main picture for the Thursday night football is Teddy on one side and Case Keenum on the other. Yep. Case Case Keenum looks so bad. He yeah. looks like they just like <laughs> plucked him off a couch and like threw his like bud butt heavy away and he's oh my god, <laughs> look how bad he looks. I know. It's going to be a, dude, I'm telling you it's going to be a Ugh, preseason game tonight. Right. I might watch NHL instead. Like that's how bad tonight's yeah. game is going to be. Get rid of Thursday night games, man. Oh gosh. All right, Miami, <laughs> yeah, Atlanta. This is a shit show. Um, still no word on Devontae Parker if he's going to play or not. Gaskin has proved that that one game against Tampa was a fake out. It was a sell high. I hope you sold high. Um, he's still irrelevant. Waddle. I got to talk about Waddle. He's been the most impressive, besides Jamar Chase, the most impressive rookie mm-hmm. receiver out of this class. Um, he's getting peppered with targets, 13 targets last week, scores the touchdowns. He's involved heavily in the red zone is this Tua's doing or is this the scheme so i don't want them to get rid of tua and then all of a sudden waddles just where'd waddle go yeah i don't um probably a little bit of that Tua scheme and Devontae parker preston williams and will fuller being out of the lineup like it's definitely <laughs> i feel like it's all of those things no, that's true he's like he's getting 21 percent um, of the target share, his air yards only 250, so they're definitely just dump, dump, dump offs. It's insane. He's eighth in the league in receptions with 37, but only th- 301 receiving yards with 45. Bro, that's that's not good at all. Yards per reception 8.1. That's 101st in the league. It's like he, it's just nothing but dump offs, and let's see what he can do with the football. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like anyone on this Miami D offense except for Waddle. I'm not starting anybody. Well, Gasecki as well. He's been getting to see the, the yeah, exactly. Yeah, looks like Parker's um, back. That's good. I mean, that's good. Uh, practicing full yesterday, practicing in full today. That's good. 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 On the Atlanta side, Cordell Patterson. We talked about him at nauseum. His snap share went up to sixty percent last week, but that was due to Calvin Ridley being out and Russell Gage being out and pretty much everyone being out. 
Um, I expect that snap share to go back down to around 50% because he is a little slight guy that doesn't need to play the entire game. Calvin Ridley is back. What do you think the impact on that is? I don't know if it's Damon Howard or Byron Jones will be back in this Miami Dolphins defense. No, you don't know. Oh, if any of those guys are going to be back, I don't know. On the, I don't yeah, know. I don't know. Uh, well, you, you just looked at the practice report. I'm like, oh, maybe he just saw. No, that was, that was just because <laughs> I had Devontae Parker on one of my teams, and I saw he had a little bubble next to his name. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. No problem. Yeah, but if those guys miss again, Calvin Ridley's going to have a huge game. Cal Pitts, I just bought him in our guillotine league for $127. I hope he produces like he did last week. But remember, our two-week scale, but remember, they played the Jaguars, and the Jaguars give up all. No, do they play the Jaguars? Who do they play in London? Who they play? Who who play? Miami. The, Falcon, the, Jag- the Falcons. No, the Falcons. Oh, what? Who did the Jaguars play there twice? Who played twice? I don't know. I don't know. But either way, the Falcons destroyed them with Cal Pitts, and I want to see that increase. Jets, people Jets, are Jets. the Jets. J E T F. They suck too. Yeah. Same team. Same team, just different colors. Um, yeah, Cal Pitts. He's a must start for you in this tight end. Would you start Ricky Seals Jones or Cal Pitts? Stupid question. Uh, Kyle Pitts, but yeah, I still, for the upside. I still, yeah, I still like Ricky, but he's a yeah, low end tight end one. Got to go, Kyle Pitts. You definitely have to. Mike Davis still runs the ball hard and well with that offense, but not producing as much as we all thought. Um, it did, looks did like Finn, Finn pick him in FanDuel at all this week. Finn, know, listen, Finn has been on Mike Davis for like all year in FanDuel because Mike Davis's price doesn't change like at all, and he gets you just enough to like be worth it every week. Um, Finn loves Mike Davis for some reason, <laughs> and I don't understand it. His true yards per carry is 3.3 yards per carry. Yards per touch, 3.7. He's not lighting the world on fire. Um, what does he have? Two touchdowns on the year. It, he does nothing for me. Um, I'm trying to move him in every league I possibly can, but at the same time this week, he's a must start because who else are you going to start? Felton, yeah. Dearness yeah. Johnson. I mean, we didn't even talk about that with tonight's game. I mean, oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. Dearness Johnson and Felton. I mean, we we said we'd prefer not to start any of them, but I mean, it's you're in kind of a situation where you probably are starting one. You know, both someone's probably starting each of them in your league, probably right. You know, I'm starting Felton, and it yeah. doesn't feel good. Um, I'd rather start Mike Davis, but I still wouldn't feel good about Mike Davis either. Um, this game is a avoid every player except for Waddle and Kiseki and Calvin Ridley. Oh, oh, one, two, three. Oh. Well, Pitts is here and there. I'm starting T.J. Hawkinson over Pitts, and I have both. You yeah. agree with that? Yeah, yeah, we'll get, that, yeah. We'll get to Hawkinson in a, in a couple of minutes. He's he's on next, but uh, we'll go to the Bengals and Ravens. Joe Mixon has been probably the biggest surprise to me as far as, wow, like where has this Mixon been all of our lives? He's been very, very good, and um, I do not roster him anywhere, and I wish I did. I'm playing him in DFS this week as my flex. I really like this matchup. I think it's going to be too, like a very aggressive, run-heavy game where You'll have Le'Veon Bell and Devontae Freeman on one side running down their throats. Then you'll have Joe Mixon and Mixon, Chris Evans. God, that pass Chris Evans scotch. We, oh, that, that was beautiful. Was, that was so beautiful. They got to get him more involved. Uh, Joe Mixon has been averaging 4.2 yards per carry, um, 4.6. He always has the best juke rate. His juke rate is top 10, of course, like it always is. Yards right. created. Yeah, What's his up? broken tackle, his yeah. yards after yeah, yards after contact. Like he's always really high in all those things. Yeah, his yards created is top ten as well. Like in a game script, he's actually they behind a very, very good game script because Joe Burrow has been slinging it. Now, my question to you, Jamar Chase is there and has pretty much killed T. Higgins production. Yeah. Can we start of... this guy anymore? T. Higgins, uh no. 
I I mean, I'm starting him in one league just because I have to, but it turned, I actually have Jamar Chase in that league too, so that's kind of weird. But yeah, no, T. Higgins, I don't trust the guy at all right now. No. I just don't understand. He's getting 23% of the target share. He's getting seven targets a game. He's only produced not, 18 receptions, 194 yards in a little, I mean, two touchdowns. That's good. But uh, yeah, he's just not catching the ball at all. It's like the seven seven targets are coming up to be, you know, four catches a game, which. Yeah, he doesn't have a single game over 60 receiving yards this year. That's No, and he's a possession receiver that needs to get the volume. And he yep. was getting the volume. It's just. It's just Jamar Chase is there. They're throwing it to Uzuma more. Mixon's getting involved. I mean, to yeah. you can move on. I would rather start Amon St. Brown. Amon Ross. Amon Ross St. Brown. Yeah, I tweeted that out today. And um, I, I, was, I stand by. And I am doing that in uh, Scott Fishbowl. Scott Fishbowl, I'm starting St. Amon. Amon Ross St. Brown. <laughs> I can't get his name right. Baltimore Ravens on the other side. We want to see Lamar pass a little bit more. But if they get up. Big, we know it's going to be Love Bell, Devontae Freeman, and every other bum from 2016 that was good. I want more Bateman, um, baby. We need more Bateman. We need more Bateman. I don't see it happening this week. I think it's going to be Hollywood Brown and run the ball and Mark Andrews. It seems like they're going to use Bateman as a first down uh, receiver. Like, mm-hmm. dude, just beat this guy, run a four-yard route, and let's secure the ball and get a first down. Then we're going to go deep to Hollywood, and then we're going to find Mark Andrews. Yeah. Baltimore has a really good pass rush. I, I think since he might have to – this might be a Tyler Boyd-T. Higgins kind of game where they have to get the ball out quick and stay closer to the chains. I hope you're wrong because I'm starting in your league. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm all St. Brown over Tyler Boyd. And I'm like, I, I just – I, I, uh, I trade to four Boyd, and I'm like, I can't use the fourth option in this offense. I just can't do it. Even though I do like Tyler Boyd, I just can't do it. Yeah. No, I feel you. Um, I hope Lamar goes off this week. You need it. I need it. We all need it because them running the ball is fun and cute and all, but we, we want to see a quarterback throw the ball. Lamar's still number one in carries, number one yards carries per game. And he only has two touchdowns on the year, which is number two. I think he's still trailing Sam Darnold. I'm just looking at a, uh... so it kind of looks like they do give up points. Baltimore does give up points to like the, uh, the big deep threat receivers, which seems weird because they have such a good pass rush. You would think they can't get it off that big, but like Byron Pringle is a guy that scored a lot on him. So you, you automatically assume he's like the deep threat guy, right? Demarcus Robinson did scored a, quite a bit. Um, Michael Pittman scored 21 on him. That was the highest one so far this year. And then Keenan Allen over Mike Williams. So yeah, it kind of just goes back and forth. So maybe our boy Jamar Chase will be all right. Well, I mean, you got to look at that game, that indie game. Carson Wentz <clears throat> threw was on a busted, you know, Jonathan mm-hmm. Taylor. Uh, so that was a big play that they just didn't wrap up on. And yeah, Michael Pittman was getting open that game, and then you know they locked up in the second half. Yeah. Um. So start all your studs there. I'm all good with that. The last game on our slate: Detroit versus the Rams, a double revenge game. We have Matthew Stafford on one it's side and ugly. Jared Goff on the other side. Uh man, like who do you like more in this matchup? Do you like I like hold on? No, no, no. You don't know the question I'm gonna ask. No, but you, and you don't know. I'm gonna give an okay. answer that's not related. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I like Dan Campbell calling <laughs> calling out Jared Goff right before this big game, and like I love that. That's great. Putting all this pressure on him and all this attention on him right before he goes to face his old team. Oh, it's gonna be an ass whooping, bro. 
Um, I think that I, I don't know. Like, how do you feel at work when you get called out by your manager or supervisor? Like, do you respond? You're like, well, okay, I'm gonna beat this guy. Like, I'm gonna do better, or do you just? Yeah, like, Fuck but this, my man. boss, my boss doesn't tell the entire world on like national <laughs> television, so that's different. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of weird. <laughs> that's that's very. My boss, David, David came in five minutes late, so I don't know. I don't know, y'all. I'm like, no, I'm good. Like. I guess we're going to see the character Jared Goff has because some, like me, if I get called out in front of a group of people, I want to go ahead and shut the fuck up. Like, shut all you people up and then prove them wrong. Jared yeah. Goff might be the kind of guy who's like, whatever, bro. Like, I, you know, whatever. Yeah, we're 0-6. Like, what? who cares anymore? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Dude, like, last year I was living in L.A., fucking living the dream, driving Teslas, you know, seeing movies yep. at the Chinese theater. This year I'm fucking in Detroit, and it's cold, and it sucks, and nothing good. And we don't have water. No water. <laughs> Like it just fucking sucks Mike, in Detroit. Michael Moore is just walking around interviewing people <laughs> all every fucking where. Yeah, Detroit sucks, bro. Uh, Matthew Stafford spent 12 years in prison. I mean, the Motor City, and mm -hmm. I think he wants to stick it to those guys who trade him away. I'm aware Stafford wanted out and wanted to get traded, but it still would feel nice to stick it to your former employer, as we all would. It seems like Cooper Cup is his true love, his best receiver since Calvin Johnson. Expect a huge game from Cooper Cup. I hope he can find Robert Woods at least three or four times. I mean, give that guy some love eventually. Jesus, I, I feel like we could get one of those games here, man. <laughs> this could this could be another one of those Robert Woods times where all of a sudden he's scoring tw like twenty eight points. Yeah, Stafford is top five in air yards, completed air yards, and yards per attempt, and passing touchdowns. How is he not in the MVP candidate race? I don't understand. It's all about Josh Allen and Kyler, but everyone's forgetting about Matthew Stafford and his amazing year. Um, I expect Matthew Stafford to put up five tutties and destroy this Detroit. Five tutties. Five tutties. He's definitely my start of the week. That's why I'm bringing this all this up right now. I rank him in my top three at quarterback. Absolutely. That's um, it, baby. Well, Detroit, we're not going to talk about Hawkins and Swift. Jamal oh, Williams. we got Detroit. Yeah. The oh, yeah. And I mean, we don't have yeah. to. Yeah, you're good. go ahead. <laughs> I mean, we don't. You're starting well, Hawk. I mean, yeah. Starting Hawk over you know, Pitts. That's you know, what like I'm doing. Start, yeah, yep, yep, yep. Uh, Jared Goff, I mean, against the Rams, I don't think anyone's going to be that guy, unless maybe you're in a super flex. <laughs> uh, hey, Swifty. Come on, Swifty. Yeah, let's get Swifty. Um, my concern is Jamal Williams. I think everyone's still yep. living back in, two, in week one, two, and three when he was putting up decent numbers. He had 25 fantasy points, 6.7, then 14.7. Since then, he has not reached higher than 8.5. His snap shares have gone down to 36%, 32%, even 24% in week four. Jamal Williams is just a backup running back, and people are still starting him highly, which I don't understand. Mm -hmm. Eventually, you have to get away from that. His targets, he's had four targets in the past three weeks. And where is his bread buttered in the passing game? So they're definitely not using him, only catching three of those four targets. His total yards, he has not reached over 65 total yards in the past three weeks. Jamal Williams, stop starting him. Stop it. Yep. He's like a poor man's Tony Pollard at this point, bro. Tony Pollard is in, the, in, the, in that same scenario. Like, yeah, he came out hot, and all of a sudden... He has big weeks. Like, you know he can do it, but, like, he's just not going to get the... The opportunity is going to be such a question mark that you just aren't going to know. Yep. All right, man. Let's go get some lunch. Let's get out of here. We'll let's be do back it. tomorrow lunch um, for yep. our second half preview. Enjoy the preseason game tonight. Avoid it if you can. Watch hockey or basketball instead. Um, until then, see you guys tomorrow. Later. Leftovers. Or Ch -ch 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 the DMV. Number 97. Or Ch -ch -ch -ch
house cleaning. Or. Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.